Welcome to Beyond the Bench, a podcast sponsored by and in conjunction with Gordon Leadership Services. Beyond the Bench is a podcast done by ADs for ADs. Every week in this podcast, three Iowa high school athletic directors talk about current program issues we are dealing with, special moments we've had, a quote of the week, some hot topics, and we will, of course, have some fun along the way talking about things happening with our family and friends. We'll talk with special guests, including athletic directors currently doing the job, retired ADs, and people we work with inside and outside of the school who help to make our program successful. I'm Todd Gordon, currently at Des Moines Roosevelt High School, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial High School and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy High School. All three of us have taken different paths to our current positions, but we believe our separate journeys will make our discussions interesting and informative for ADs from schools of any enrollment size. All three of us have been active in the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. I currently serve as the president of the IHS ADA, and Scott and Aaron are both recent past presidents. All three of us hold certifications from the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association, the NIAAA, with Scott being a certified Master Athletic Administrator, and Aaron and myself holding our Certified Athletic Administrator certifications. We hope you enjoy the podcast, and if you have any questions, current situations, or concerns you are dealing with in your program, and you would like us to discuss them, feel free to email us. Our email address is beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. That email address again, and this is all one word, is beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. And now let's get to today's podcast. Well, hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, uh, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench. And uh, this is Todd, and Aaron and Scott are off doing a couple different things uh, today. Aaron's got a a birthday uh, supper with his family, and Scott has been hosting state tennis today, so... Um, our time was kind of short this week with Memorial Day and graduations, and um, I get into starting to host state soccer tournaments on Thursday, and uh, busy prepping for that the last couple days, and uh, so we are, I'm on my own here today, but I'm not on my own, because uh, a pleasure to have uh, AD from Spencer, uh, Taylor Chapman uh, with me today, and we're just going to go one-on-one today and uh, talk about a few things. Uh, so, Taylor, welcome, and thanks for joining me tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me, Todd. It's, uh, it's an honor to be on here. I've listened to you guys the last few months since you started this journey, and, uh, you know, a lot of the times out on a late-night walk with my dog or something, and uh, I've just really enjoyed uh, your guys' wisdom and uh, learning from you guys and your experience. Well, thanks. Um, I, I guess maybe that should be a new tagline for our 
uh, podcast, you know, Beyond the Bench, a great podcast to walk your dog to. <laughs> rhythm or something, you know, that you're kind of keep the dog moving right along. We're always looking for talents, and uh, maybe that can be a hashtag sometimes, for this episode. So, so sometimes I'll, uh, I'll just like be spacing out and I'll be, I'll just keep walking and she'll have like stopped and started sniffing a tree or something. <laughs> and then she'll like yank me backwards. <laughs> it's just like anything. The dog's always in charge, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's great to have you here. And, and uh, we've talked for some time, you know, we, we haven't had a guest actually for a while. And uh, one of the things we wanted to do was, was to get a, a, uh, a first year AD and somebody who just finished finishing their first year at the high school level. And uh, that's you. So it kind of yeah. worked out well. Um, Taylor and I actually met on Saturday. Uh, we were up, I was up in Okaboji and Taylor of course lives in Spencer just down the road. And we had coffee for a couple hours on Saturday and um, didn't really plan it then, but as our schedule kind of turned out, I contacted Taylor and, uh, after his soccer match tonight, you know, he's busy, busy and uh, trying to get a late meal. And, uh, here we are on a Tuesday night at nine o'clock. So thanks for taking it. I appreciate it after a busy day you yeah. and, uh, look forward to it. So, you know, let's dive right in. Um, this will be kind of a question and answer type thing, but we'll also go back and forth with some topics and, uh, Taylor may ask me a question from time to time and, um, we're just going to be two guys chatting here a little bit. So Taylor, first off, just kind of tell our listeners a little bit about, about yourself, kind of your path from Spencer high school, where you graduated from and what's kind of gone full circle, bringing you back there. Yeah. Um, well, like you said, I, uh, uh, graduated from Spencer back in 2009. We're having our 10 year anniversary or 10 year school reunion. I guess it's actually called, the. Uh, uh, this summer in June, um, and I get to give our class the the tour of our building, and we've had some really cool renovations uh, since we've graduated, uh, which will be fun to show them that and kind of come to our old stomping grounds. And um, from Spencer back in 2009, I went to college at Morningside. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I changed my major like four times and and settled on business uh, because it was a, something that was pretty wide open and led to many paths. Uh, and, uh, I always kind of knew I wanted to work in sports, but what that would look like, I wasn't sure. And I remember my mom telling me one day, um, you know, Taylor, when you, when you work in sports, it doesn't mean you necessarily get to sit down and enjoy the sport. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was, you know, kind of just some food for thought that she gave me. And, um, I, I ran cross country and track at Morningside as well. And, um, I redshirted my entire sophomore year and, and I was healthy uh, and I wanted to use that last year of eligibility. And, you know, I, having that opportunity, uh, I, I think I would have regret long-term if I didn't, didn't use that at the time uh, having, um, you know, we're given our gifts for a reason and I wanted to use that. And, um, but what that led me to is I had to leave Morningside and uh, start my master somewhere else. Cause they didn't have, have something for me and um ended up going up to usd and getting my master's in in sport management um and got to run my last year of cross country and track up there uh which actually led to two years but uh that's a story for another day 
uh, and, uh, um, yeah, finished my, my master's in 2015. And, uh, I worked, uh, in our student athlete success center, um, for two years as a GA, uh, and was fortunate enough, um, the, uh, one of the, uh, athletic academic advisors, uh, got another opportunity and was starting his PhD at Ohio state. And as I was graduating and I worked into his position and worked there for three years from 2015 to, uh, last July and, uh, then started here at Spencer. So, um, yeah, that's kind of been my journey to, from, for the last Yeah. Years. And it's gone quickly. I bet too, as you look back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think when you're graduating high school, it's like, man, 10 years is a long ways away and it's gone of a blink. Yeah, no doubt. I, I just think it's always, it's, it's just funny to listen to people's story and how things kind of work out, you know, and uh, yeah, you know, you're right. Who knows why you'd end up at USD, but then you end up there for what, five years then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, five, yeah. yeah. I thought I was, I thought I was going to go there for a year. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, that ended up preparing you for the, the place you're at now. So yeah, that's yeah. great. At, uh, it was funny back when I was telling my mom, um, that I wanted to go get my master's. So I have, uh, I actually have six siblings, uh, all older. Um, my parents are, are split. And so I have four on my mom, and my stepdad's side. And she goes, of all kids to, to want to go get their master's degree. I thought you'd be, I thought you'd be the last one, but you're the only one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and I, uh, I'm a mama's boy and always have been. And, um, we have some really good conversations and, you know, when you come home on break or something like that, and you talk about kind of what your goals are and what you want to do and where life's leading you. And, you know, I'm a small town boy at heart. And we talked about that on, on Sunday or Saturday. I can't remember which day it was. And, um, uh, you know, I always you talk about kind of how your home and your community has uh, kind of shaped you into who you are and wanting to come back somehow. And, not knowing what that looked like and happened a lot sooner than I thought. Yeah. I mean, that had to be a surreal moment when you, you know, see an opening back home and Ryan Sweeney mm -hmm. uh, goes down to Bondurant and uh, then the hometown's open and it had to be a pretty thrilling phone call you got from the superintendent. Yeah. Yeah. It all happened really fast. I remember, uh, I remember the day pretty vividly and um, I was going in to meet with a student. We had a, um, like kind of a summer registration day at USD and, um, the student I just gotten and was walking into my office with, and I get a 712 phone call and I don't answer if I don't know the mm -hmm. number and make it go to voicemail. And if they leave a voicemail, it's actually, mm -hmm. and the first, it comes from two different numbers, uh, and they didn't leave a voicemail. So it's like, well, okay. Um, and then the last one they left, uh, Terry Heeman, our superintendent, left a voicemail, and uh, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, "You're <laughs> you just kind of pause and like, oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great." So yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, hey, that's uh, that's great, and I'm glad you're back home, and and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your job here pretty quick, but we're going to go through a little segment that we started a couple weeks ago. Uh, with the guys and kind of who's up, who's down. Uh, you know, we're going to talk yeah. a little bit about it. Can be anything. We uh, 
job related. It can be uh, not job related. Um, but we're going to play a little who's up, who's down right now with Taylor. And uh, I'll go first um, on the who's up. And uh, I'm giving a big who's up to uh, my new school, my future school, Green County. Uh, the Rams are in their second year of having soccer program. And uh, they qualified for the state tournament. They won their sub-state on Saturday, 5-2. to two, And uh, they're headed down to County Soccer Complex in Des Moines. And uh, they'll play Thursday, play the two-time defending champ, Iowa City Regina, in the first round as the sixth seed. So um, they've just had a crazy, crazy good year. And uh, it's really a great story to think that they just started the program two years ago. Last year, the coaches worked for free. They didn't they, – yeah, they didn't get a stipend. They wanted to start the program so badly that they said, we'll do it for free. And if we prove ourselves – you can pay us next year. Well, they proved themselves last wow. year. I think they won. Gosh, I'm not going to get it right, but they may have won like nine matches. Uh, I think they were just right around 500. And uh, this year, man, they just uh, continued going and uh, qualified for the state tournament. So that's a pretty cool story. So big shout out. That's yeah, amazing. Green County Rams and uh, good luck at soccer. And it's kind of fun because uh, Roosevelt, has uh, been the host for state soccer. So I've hosted both the boys and the girls state soccer tournaments the last, well, be this will be four years kind of organizing and helping organize workers with the booster club and running the fields and um, things like that. So they're actually on one of my fields that I run. So yeah, that'll be, yeah. that'll be, that'll be awesome for you to get the chance to support them. And uh, you know, with you starting there in a couple of yeah. months. Yeah, it'd be good. So well, Taylor, who's up for you? What's up for you right now? Uh, you know, I had a nice surprise today. Uh, I was checking my mailbox, and I see uh, I got a, a letter from a former student at USD. Uh, he just graduated um, and finished up his career there and graduated with his master's degree in five years, actually. Um, you know, I see the you see the handwriting on the front, and you're like, who is this? And then it says, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. <laughs> I only know two kids from Bocanero, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just kind of a, a letter about the, the impact I had on him and um, just some of the students there. So that was really cool to hear, uh, you know, as I've left there, um, kind of a, an impact I've had with some students. So that was that was really fun. And um, just another one is we uh, our fine arts or uh, drama director has retired this year. He's done it for 45 wow. years. Um yeah, and he's built an amazing program here at Spencer, and it's something I know zero about. Um, <laughs> so that's been a, been a challenge for me. But, uh, you know, it's been fun to kind of work through that and learn about uh, large group speech and, and uh, the plays and musicals and what we do here at Spencer and um, kind of how to continue that success. And he's done it all himself for that amount of years. And um, they've qualified every year for the All-State Festival. Um and we're like one of only, I think the only school to do that um, and send kids down to that. And um, it's kind of been a whole reorganization of the fine arts and speech departments here and adding some more people to it. And uh, that actually just got board approved tonight. Uh, so that was definitely definite up. It's been a few months long process of getting everybody on board and a lot of conversations and 
I go into it thinking I know the answer and uh, our, our one of our teachers, Miss Cardell, who's going to do the, uh, the musical. Uh, she's our choir teacher. And, you know, she'll bring up something else that I've never even thought of. You know, it's like, ah, geez, we got to think about that too, you know? Um, so it's, it's been a lot of conversations and a lot of working together and, but it's been fun. It's been a huge learning experience. So that was good to, you know, we got a few pieces to put together yet, but you know, it's good to get the big, the big pieces. No doubt. 44 years, man. That's incredible. Yeah. He's built. He, yeah. It's been, yeah, it's amazing. Did, it you Spencer? Know, did it, uh, he did four. So 44 was in Spencer and he did four or five years at, I can't remember the high school, but it's on the east side of the state. Um, um, yeah, so, but he's done the last 44 here. It's incredible. And, uh, we did a kind of at his last play uh, this spring. We had a big retirement party for him, and alumni came back, and it was really, really cool, and just a chance to people to share stories and talk about the impact he's had. So it's it was cool to see people from you know, four decades ago, even come back and kids from last year come back and talk about uh, the impact that he's had on them and um, their life. Yeah. So very cool. Tremendous. That's, that's cool. That's cool. Well, all right. Then obviously the opposite is who's down, <laughs> you know, who is down. Now the last two weeks I have, I've spent uh, time bashing travelers. Whether it be the, uh, the drivers in my commute that I make now every day from Jefferson to Des Moines um, for the next couple of weeks yet. And then also air travelers uh, that we experienced after coming back from Canada uh, getting on the plane. So I'm going to take a break from uh, the travelers right now. And, uh, you know, I really had a hard time thinking about what's down and because uh, I don't like to talk about it a lot, but it's the reality of the situation, this darn weather. Uh, and, uh, you know, you really can't do anything about it. Uh, you got what you got. And uh, it, it just it makes it tougher, obviously, when you got the weather early like this and you're having to reschedule games uh, so soon in the season. Uh, we lost a couple tonight uh, with uh, baseball and softball that we had to reschedule. But. You know, I guess you just kind of shake your head. It's Iowa. Uh, it's springtime, and before long, it'll be 95, and we'll be saying, man, it's so hot. I wish it was a little bit cooler. <laughs> Maybe a little yeah, rain. Things we, wish we, we wish we had the 60-degree weather. Yeah, so anyway, I mean, it's it's really kind of a mute point, but it's like, uh, you know, the weather can get people down. You know, with that, I think as AD sometimes – well, maybe this is another one, but sometimes um, Aaron kind of mentioned this when we were talking a little bit earlier. It's like this darn weather. And then he said, I've got so many people. Well, I shouldn't say Aaron because I'll probably figure it out. But, you know, I think coaches just need to relax because all of a sudden they get a little needy and everybody wants things right away. They want, you know, they want the first gym mm -hmm. space they can get. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of sometimes uh, – we, we got to work so hard on getting them to cooperate a little bit sometimes. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of fight some battles. Sometimes we don't need to fight and it's all due to this weather. So we'll blame the weather, but, yeah. uh, I try to see the coach's side of it too, when we have to do those things. But, uh, so that's yeah. kind of who's down for me. Yeah. It was, it was nice of you to, to give some slack to the, the travelers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll make 
40 minutes late. I still had some. I mean, I think of that now when I'm driving and somebody starts cutting through lanes and it's raining and they're still going 75 miles an hour in a 60 or something, you know, but I'm going to give them a break this time and I'll just stick with the weather. Uh, yeah, well, with I, you. I hear I hear what you're saying too though with uh you know Jim space and stuff like that and uh you know and we kind of talked about this when we were having coffee was uh you know you know they're just looking out for their programs coaches are and uh they want they got tunnel vision for what they need and you know we talked about how we got to think bigger picture and kind of help them help them think about that too and that it's you know there's in the springtime there's you know most schools yeah, I'm sure you guys do, but we got eight sports going on, you know, and the baseball and softball start in March, um, you know, so they need gym space. So really you got 10 sports going on that when it's raining and pouring outside that are fighting for gym space and we only got two gyms. So um, it, it becomes a challenge. And sometimes you got people practicing at like eight o'clock at night, it seems like. Um, so yeah, it's a definite challenge. That's sure. for sure. Um, well, down, down for me, again, like you, I, I have a hard time, I had a hard time thinking about it. And I actually put uh, the rain and the cold, uh, as I'm sitting out here at a soccer game and it was 50 degrees outside and my feet were frozen. And, uh, but luckily we got the wind. Uh, so that, that was a good thing, but, um, yeah, yeah, that rain and cold just provides a challenge. It's like we get a glimpse of 85 and then the next day it's 50 again. Uh, just but, uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we had two beautiful days at the lake. And then the next day at Port. Right. Monday. Monday was awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but then, but, and then I have a, a pretty crucial conversation coming up tomorrow that I'm not really looking forward to. But, um, you know, that's, and I, I know we'll probably talk about challenges later, but that's been a, you know, it's a challenge for me and a, a growing experience uh, to manage that conflict. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, things like that, but they're just ne- they're never fun conversations, especially when uh, you got to go through them. So um, yeah, that's uh, but it, you know it's it's good to get done. I've talked about it with our principal before, and um, I can't remember where I read this or heard this. It actually might have been from the podcast and you, but uh, you know, handling that conflict early and not letting it linger on. Uh, you know, when you have something happen, try to focus on that and get it done and taken care of. So you don't go home at night or home for a week thinking about um, this conflict that happened or, or some issue you're dealing with. So um, it'll be good to get done, but just the never fun thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, I think a lot of times we go through those things too. There's a, there's usually a deeper issue. It's just not the issue itself. It's something a little bit deeper. And, uh, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I think a lot of times when we've had those conversations, we, we kind of find out what that is, whether somebody in their family's sick or, I mean, there's something weighing on them. Um, and, uh, you know, so you kind of can get to that, but yeah, so I, those aren't fun. Um, but they're, I, yeah, they're part of the deal. And I think sometimes we make them out to be worse than what they're going to be. Get down with it and we think, well, that wasn't quite so bad. Um, you know, so yeah, no, that won't be fun, but, uh, in about uh, 12 or 18 hours, it'll be over too. So you won't have to It'll be done. So well, hey, we're just going to pop through some questions here and, and kind of pick your brain a little bit. Uh, you know, we've got people out there listening that are new to the job in their first to second, third year AD. Some are 
older, um, you know, like me, they've been doing it. And then, you know, there's some like Scott who have been doing it for longer than I have. And, uh, some longer than that, we've got a wide range of listeners and there's, there's some, uh, who aren't even ADs that listen as well. But, um, I think what we'll be able to take from this is, you know, kind of what you've experienced through your first year, um, being a high school athletic director and activities director, and then our older listeners to really listen to is what can we really do to help support that? Um, we have talked on this podcast quite often because it was kind of a focus of mine a couple of years ago to go through the data and look at how many ADs we lost in a single year. And it was up towards 70 that we lost two years wow. ago one year and they were out the next i mean 70 and it was things and some of us switching jobs so they might have switched to another school um but we had 70 new ad's um in schools and a lot of them frankly left the profession they they either went back into the classroom and coaching or there were several uh that just left and uh, got out of education so uh we know it's a tough business and uh we just want to try and maybe learn what we can do to support. Um, but I know, you know, you've had a Spencer's had a great year and, uh, I think, uh, we know there's been challenges up there as well, but your kids have really responded. Well, you've had a lot of success and probably some more success yet this spring, um, and summer. So, um, we'll just kind of talk through this and uh, if it leads to more questions, uh, you know, we'll fire back and forth as well. But, um, the first thing I guess I want to talk about is, you know, is the job when you got that call from the superintendent and you're excited to go back and all of a sudden, you know, you hang up the phone and then you start thinking, man, what, what, what's this going to be? You know what it looked like when you were there as an athlete and a, a student. Um, <laughs> then, you know, as you look back now uh, here on May, what is it? 28th. And, yeah. and uh, is the job what you thought it was? back in July when you, when you first got it? <laughs> that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think as I, I, so I worked in college athletics and, you know, the more I got into that, um, you know, I wanted, I still love it, but I wanted to get out mm. of it. Um, you know, I, I really love, um, the education based athletics and, what it, you know, at the end of the day, what we're trying to teach kids and have them learn for their next phase of life, whatever that may be, whether it's going to college and continuing to play sports or go to college just to study or, or entering the workforce or going to serve the country, um, you know, those life skills that they can learn um, from athletics. Not that they don't learn that in college, but I think it's at a much more pure level uh, in high school. Um, and, and, you know, so I always kind of wanted to get back into it and you know, like you talked about with uh, being an athlete, uh, even at the college level or high school, uh, you know, you just kind of show up and compete. <laughs> you don't know all this stuff that goes in behind the scenes of, uh, you know, communicating on cha change of dates, whether things are getting postponed and who that all affects from officials to community members, to your workers, um, to the concessions people and um and then, uh, you know, so a lot of those behind the scenes things and, um, you know, I knew of the hours and that it, it's a big job and you work a lot of nights and, 
um, you know, you still got to be there during the school day. A lot of people will ask you like, well, do you at least get to come in late some days? Um, you know, and I try not to do that cause I want to be here during the school day. And it's when you get your work done, um, for those events and, uh, stuff like that. So, um, I knew there was a lot of hours put into it and, you know, of the parent issues and, and that stuff. Cause everybody always talks about those. Um, but you know, the behind the scenes things I think about, like we just finished up spring sports and I was a track athlete and, um, track is complex. Mm. It, there is so much that goes into a track meet that you don't even think of, um, you know, from setting up a meet on VB meets to getting it set up on high tech and finding a million workers and, um, you know, we bought a new timing system this year, so I had to figure out the um, the FAT timing system, and, and we didn't even get it going actually because getting it logistically getting it set up in our stadium that became a whole nother issue. And um, you know, it's not just showing up and competing. So a lot of those behind the scenes things that uh, you don't necessarily think about, and um, great learning experience. But um, you know, but uh, and then. And two, I think, uh, you know, the scheduling, that is such a giant puzzle. And we talked about that on uh, when we had coffee. And for me, the way my brain works is I can't work on the schedule for 30 minutes here and then 30 minutes later in the afternoon and 30 minutes there. Um, I need to sit down for a four-hour block of time uninterrupted, which never happens, uh, and work on the schedule, you know, and put that puzzle together. Uh, you know, so that's, that's been a huge, huge challenge and figuring out how I'm best organized doing that and kind of training myself to think that way, uh, but also do it in smaller increments because otherwise I'll never get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's been something else I've had to learn and, um, you know, putting all those puzzle pieces together from middle school sports and freshman JV and varsity and, and, you know, and then adding the fine arts activities in there too, around those to, so we're allowing kids to do both and we try to avoid those conflicts, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's been a lot, a lot of learning, uh, but you know, there's pieces that you, you know, going in, but then there's a lot, a lot of stuff you don't know. Right. Right. You just kind of, you learn from experience. That's the only way you do it. Sometimes yeah. Say this. yeah. So what was the yeah. what was one of the biggest adjustments uh you know coming from the college level back to the high school level what was the biggest adjustment you kind of experienced there Yeah um you know I I worked in such a you know kind of a micro level at at USD um my day to day was one on one interactions with uh with student athletes and you know their kind of their day-to-day life and um, setting up their graduation plans. And I worked with a lot of at-risk kids um, academically and helping them organize their days. And uh, when are you going to study here? You have basketball practice here and then you got class here and, and then you got a weightlifting session here and then you got another class. When are you going to study? You know, in three weeks down the road, you have a test. When are you going to prepare for that? And what are you doing now to work on that? You know? Um, so, but, you know, that I've been removed from that here to where, you know, my, my day isn't sitting down with, with kids all day, you know, and, and I'd love that interaction. Um, it really allowed me to get to know the kids uh, and those students, but, um, you know, sitting down and thinking much bigger picture, um, 
and uh, kind of putting all the puzzle pieces together. And um, so that's been a huge adjustment uh, for me. And, you know, like I came here and the schedule was set for 18, 19, and most of it was set for 2021 or not. 2021 1920 Mm -hmm. sorry um you know so like having to think 2021 right now where in my old job i shot i thought monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday Mm -hmm. you know so that's that's been a big adjustment so um yeah well what was a big adjustment for you when you started well i think probably the same thing i mean i i think I've always, you mentioned the schedules and what a beast that is. I've always loved doing schedules. Um, it's just something I, I don't think I ever want to give up. Um, <laughs> even at Rose. You want to take, you want to take my. Yeah. 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 Maybe I should, when I retire, I should just go do people's schedules. Yeah. <laughs> retirement job. Right That'd be a nice idea. Yeah. That'd drive you crazy. If you're managing more than one, I've had, you know, enough doing one, but. You know, I, I think probably the, the biggest challenge and uh, was probably like you've talked about is it's just learning how to have those crucial conversations, learn how to have those tough ones. Um, mm-hmm. That's not something, you know, when you go from teaching and coaching to then being the athletic director and having to lead people, I don't, uh, that was a, that's a tough, and uh, I think it just takes practice and it just takes it's not something you want to practice all the time but it just takes experiences doing that Mm -hmm. and I I think uh, you just have to learn to do it with empathy and sympathy and and kind of see their side but but knowing there's there's probably some crucial things you have to say and uh, I guess the older I've gotten the more I've read um and through those experiences, I think that when you've had them and the people you've been really honest with them, the ones who really want to grow have appreciated that. They appreciate yeah. the honesty. And if they don't appreciate what you're saying to them, because I, I think, um, you know, this one you'll have tomorrow, you'll, you'll say it the right way. You'll say it in the right tone. Um, I just think if, if you say those things in a calm and, um, reassuring voice as much as you can um i think people appreciate better i think people just always have to know when you have those conversations that you're that you're for them you're not you're not against them it's you want to see them grow um you know when you're coaching you wanted all your players to to get better and you work to make them better you stayed in late you worked late with them shooting the ball um whatever it was, whatever you were coaching, you were trying to get the best out of them. And we want to do the same thing with our coaches and directors. We want the best for them. And I think we have to reassure them Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, it's the old sandwich method. We're going to start with positive and then say the tough stuff and then end with a positive. Uh, I think it's just basic human nature. We try to do that and treat people the right way, but um, as long as they know that we're, we want the best for them. We want to be that their best. Um, those are conversations that we have to have to do it. So uh, that was probably yeah. the biggest adjustment for me as well. Yeah, well, so well thanks for the piece of advice. Well, what's been the biggest challenge for you uh, with this job this year? Uh, I would think, uh, uh, you know, like 
I talked about earlier, um, I personally don't like conflict, uh, you know, and learning to deal with that conflict, um, you know, and uh, like you said, you, you got the only way you get good, good at it is, is having it, but you don't want to have them, um, you know, and so having those conversations and um, and kind of dealing with those complex issues and kind of getting to the root of the cause, you know, like you said, a lot of times people are, you know, whether it's our, our students uh, and them acting out or it's one of our coaches or directors, there's a deeper issue going on. Um, you know, so that, that was really good for me to hear and kind of going into that tomorrow. Cause I think a lot of the times you just focus on the issue and what the action that they did or didn't do, um, you know, and, you know, but getting past that and kind of asking questions to peel back the layers, mm-hmm. um, you know, so uh, having those tough conversations and making those tough decisions, you know, I wasn't, I think I talked about too, I wasn't in a, uh, in a position at South Dakota where I was making those big decisions. And um, a lot of the times here I am, um, you know, but that, that's why I took the job too. Uh, I took it as a, you know, because it was going to be a challenge and challenge me professionally and um, to be kind of in that leadership role, um, to kind of help focus on, um, you know, who we want to be at Spencer and, uh, how we want to shape ourselves. And like we talked about on uh, over coffee was, you know, what's our vision, what's our mission and what are our core values and, um, trying to figure that out. Um, so, uh, that's, it's been, so it's, that's, those are kind of been some big challenges mm-hmm. for sure. So, you know, challenges, we talked about the biggest adjustments, what have you really enjoyed the most? What's been, I mean, what's giving that extra heartbeat a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely supporting the kids. Um, you know, that's fun. Um, I love going to the games and whether it's interacting with the kids, um, before the game as they, you know, for a basketball game when, uh, the varsity boys and girls are sitting there watching the JV games and, kind of wishing them good luck and, and then watching them that night and talking to them afterwards or at school the next day. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about, we talked about the hours earlier. They're like, how do you put in those hours? But you know, that's the fun stuff. Um, you know, you're having to run around and check in with workers and make sure the concession stands going all right and closing up the ticket booth and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, and, and greeting and making sure the officials have what they need. Um, but, you know, getting to getting to watch the kids uh, compete and do what they love. Um, that, that's definitely been fun. Um, and the, you know, just it's, I have to be intentional. Um, you know, I talked about earlier in my job, I, you know, I sat down with kids one-on-one and just got to know them uh, at USD. And so being intentional, getting out of my office and whether that's going to the lunchroom and sitting down with some kids at lunch and talking to them and, or going out into the hallways uh, and talking to them there too, uh, just getting to know kids. Um, you know, that, that's been fun. Cause it, it reminds you why we do what we do. Um, you know, when we get bogged down with the, the day to day or um, challenges we're dealing with, uh, you know, um, it's a good reminder. So building those relationships and then, um, you know, it's, it's been a blast to get to know the coaches and directors too. Uh, and just learn about who they are and uh, goals that they have and um, learn about their programs, um, whether it be speech and drama or wrestling, which 
you know, I was a basketball player too in high school, so I know nothing about wrestling. Um, so le- just learning about, you know, their backgrounds and, and their goals and what they want to do. Uh, and then how that works into the bigger picture, um, of the activities department as a whole. Um, you know, we talked about, uh, over coffee too. And like I just mentioned, you know, your vision and, and the values and mission we have as an activities department and how's that all come together. Um, and how's that at the end of the day, most benefit our kids. Um, so, you know, that's getting to know the kids and the staff here and, um, and then supporting them and, uh, and then kind of figuring out, um, you know, who we want to be down the road. So how many staff members or coaches and directors are there that were there when you were there? That's, that's, that's a big adjustment. Taylor Chapman, that kid, when he was a sophomore in high school, you know, you kind of got that to deal with. So how many coaches have you had? Has there been an adjustment for the coaches with that, with you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, our coaches have been great. Um, you know, there, there's been one time where, uh, I was having a conversation with the coach and, um, they kind of made a pretty blatant comment about, uh, my lack of inexperience mm. and not having coached in high school. And, uh, um, um, and so, uh, that was our drama director who just knocked on my office door. Actually, <laughs> he just, he just tried to come in. I'm like waving him away, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, and he, he was my English teacher in high school. Um, you know, but for the most part, they've been very supportive. Uh, and, you know, and, uh, really, I got a really good piece of advice when I uh, started, um, I was still at USD and was finishing up there, but it was the weekend after, um, or it was the weekend they found out that I had gotten the job and, um, it's our varsity baseball coach who was my third grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play baseball, so I never had him as a coach, but, uh, you know, I just asked him, you know, what's piece of advice you have for me coming into this and being young. Um, and he had just said, you know, listen, um, you know, take the time to listen and hear us out. And, um, you know, that, that's been a good reminder kind of throughout the year when, you get stressed or uh, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off um, to when a coach comes into your office or a director and they want to talk about something, you know, to kind of slow down and, and to listen to them. Uh, so that's been, uh, that was a really good piece of advice, but they've been, they've been good. great. Yeah. That's good advice. I think that's uh, one thing. I think we're reminded of that sometimes when we're the most busy too. Like we're in that stage where we got, man, I got 15 things to do and it's 11 o'clock and I got to be here at three o'clock and I got four hours and then here comes a coach or a director. Hey, you got a minute? Yeah, I do. You know, and I think that's just a good <laughs> reminder. You talk about the kids, but I think it's a good reminder of why we do what we do too. Yeah. You know, we need to just pause and say, yeah, I don't have to get all 15 things done. You know, that's just me wanting to get stuff off my plate, but important thing. Yeah. Whether they're the coaches or the kids, but uh, if a coach comes in and they need your ear, yeah, we got to stop what we're doing, mm-hmm. turn the phone over, and uh, listen. That was great advice. 
Yeah. What uh, what's been probably the in your years of experience? What, what's been something you've enjoyed the most? So, Taylor, what supports have you received that have been very helpful for you uh, doing this job this year? Yeah. Uh, did I did I cut out? You are cutting out just a little bit. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, I asked you a question. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I didn't hear it. <laughs> no, I. I kind of figured I cut out. Sorry. Um, I had kind of just asked the same thing. And I said, in your years of experience, what, uh, what was, uh, what have you enjoyed the most? I, I think for me, it, it has been the relationships. Um, what I find most satisfying um, is getting an event ready for the, direct, mm-hmm. for the coaches, the directors, the students, whatever it is. And then being able to step back when everything starts going and just watch. Yeah. Um, I love the relationships, but I love just being able to watch kids compete and, uh, and then being able to follow up on, you know, with them afterwards, uh, whatever lessons are learned, no matter whether they've uh, won or lost, whatever the case might be, I just try to uh, follow up with them and, and do that. So I just, I love getting it ready and then just being able to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, you're still kind of faint and I know, I don't know how this will sound We're done. You came back and then you kind of disappeared again, but, um, so what supports have you received that have been very helpful to you uh, through this, through this year? Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Ty Seaman at uh, Storm Lake has kind of been my mentor. And I think I talked to him probably three times today, actually. Uh, I'm, I was in my office. I'm taking a step out into our concourse. Hopefully the reception might be better there. here. Yeah, uh, you're back. But, uh, you know, so that's been. That's Go ahead, been, and, start uh, that. Go ahead and start that question over again about, you know, the supports. Because I, I want to be able to hear what the first person you talked about. Yeah. Um, so Ty Seaman at Storm Lake uh, has been a huge, a huge help to me. And uh, I think I asked him probably three or four times today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he called me first thing in the morning at like eight o'clock. And, uh, you know, we were talking about some issue with our schools that was going on and officials and, uh, you know, and then um, just different, you know, I'm the, I guess you could say the commissioner of, uh, soccer for the lakes conference and um, recently had to, we're adding a team uh, to the conference. We're kind of a mix between the Siouxland conference and the lakes for soccer mm-hmm. and, and Sheldon added soccer. So uh, we're having to build them into our master schedule and uh, things like that. And I wasn't sure how to do it. And so I, I think I called him probably 10 times about that. Uh, he's probably getting sick of me. Like, seriously, <laughs> He's probably ignoring my calls, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's been a huge support throughout the year and, um, you know, and then our principal too, uh, she's been great. Uh, her name's Ellie and, uh, she is my geometry teacher in high school. Um, but you know, she, she doesn't know a whole lot about sports. Um, hopefully she doesn't listen to this and hear me say that, but, um, <laughs> you know, she is just so supportive. Uh, you know, she's kind of a mother hen and, um, you know, she's always a listening ear and, you know, she even popped in my office today and closes the door and I'm just like, Oh, what did I do? Uh, 
Um, <laughs> but and so we kind of have small talk about the weekend for a little bit, and then I ask her, you know, say, "How can I help you?" Uh, and she said, well, "I just wanted to talk to you." <laughs> That's good. You know, so she she's been huge, and then um, you know, and then I think too the you know that just networking um, from other ads in the conference to you know going to convention this year was was amazing to get to know you know to get to talk to you and uh, the other um, board members and you know just get to know other ads whether they're young or have been in it for a few years or they've been in it for 20 Uh, you know just to ask them questions because you're all kind of going through the same thing Um, you know and kind of pick pick from their brain and um, you know so that's been really helpful good yeah it's uh, I think ADs were our best resource and I think we're everyone's just a phone call away that's the beauty of it so yeah he's a good man and uh he's a good mentor for you to have that's no doubt yeah yeah it's been awesome too i've had a um roger johnson was the ad when i was in high school um at spencer and he actually lives down in uh i think north liberty by iowa city Mm -hmm. Um, and he was one of my first calls when i got the job and um you know so i've kind of kept in contact with him and um you know, and then the AD actually before that, um, was my neighbor, uh, in high school or when I was growing up hmm. and, uh, his name was Doug Connor. He did it for about 20 years, I think here in Spencer. Hmm. Um, so I've gotten breakfast with him a couple of times and, you know, I had to call on him on him one time. We were hosting a regional girls basketball game last minute, uh, cause Spirit Lake was supposed to host and they made the boys, uh, sub-state final. Hmm. Uh, so they didn't want to host that game and, so, and I understood that. And, um, I just said, let me see if I can find some workers. And I called Doug up and, you know, he came and helped me in a heartbeat. Um, uh, you know, so having, having those two, um, who have gone through Spencer before me and has been really cool to, you know, sit down and talk with them and kind of continue that relationship. No doubt. No doubt. You know, what, you know, we talked about the supports you've gotten what, what supports maybe do you wish you would have gotten, more of or even at all is there anything that you you look back on and you think man i wish wish i would have had this little bit uh, mm-hmm. here. yeah I don't, I don't know that's a that's a good question um because honestly i think my support has been pretty good mm-hmm. um you know the only thing i could ask for was some overlap with ryan before moving in yeah you know but excuse me i i know he needed to get down to his job and um you know, it, you know, cause he needed to get started down at Bondurant. Um, you know, so it's, it's been learning kind of on the fly, but I have an amazing assistant here. Um, Kelly who helps me with so much, um, you know, and I'm asking her all the time what she's doing and she tells me to quit micromanaging her. Uh, but I, I just want to learn, <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, you know, I think the support has been pretty good and, um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good year of a lot of learning and um, you know some, I personally think some great support. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, if you've got if you've got a conference AD that supports you and mentors you, and you've got a principal, and I think you've got a superintendent who's also very supportive. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's awesome. I mean, your community—it's a great community of Spencer. Great traditions. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I'm sure they're proud and, and happy just to have, have you back. And I think, you know, I've, I've always said this when I, when I try to hire coaches, if you can hire a graduate of a school, um, I think you get somebody with a little bit extra heartbeat, a little bit extra love yeah. for that community. And when they got to hire you to come back and be the activities director at Spencer, they got the same thing. They got somebody who loves the community, who loves Spencer, um, the high school, the school itself. Uh, you know, so you're going to go the extra mile. And uh, you're going to put in a little bit extra, and I think that's important. So, hats off to you, the community. I think yeah. that's been a great fit, and uh, yeah, I, it's great. I appreciate that, Todd. So, as you look back, and if we have some new ads who are, you know, just starting, um, or you know, maybe have finished a first year and and are, are just really feel like they've been swimming a little bit. Um, which we all do at times, whether we've done it one year, two years, or 15. Um, mm-hmm. What advice would you give to a beginning AD coming into the profession next year or continuing on after a first year? What advice would you give to them? Yeah. Um, I think you communicate and communicate and communicate some more. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think you can ever communicate too much. And I say that from learning from, times I didn't communicate um you know and luckily most things have worked out but um you know whether that's uh communicating with officials leading up to a game or uh you know I all the time with your assistant if you're fortunate to have one um because she's kind of for me is kind of she's the the nuts and the bolts and kind of holds us all together it seems like um you know doing a lot of small tasks whether it's putting together rosters for, for the game, or, you know, she helps me find officials and, uh, she puts our calendars together and, um, you know, she, so communicating with them or coaches and directors about, um, different things going on, um, you know, community members and parents, um, that's a whole nother, whole nother ball game too. And, um, you know, so you can never communicate too much. Uh, and it's honestly, you know, talking about it, kind of stressful um because you know you're not going to be perfect in it um and that's okay um i think that's another thing is under you know it's hard to wrap our minds around because i think a lot of us want to we want to do things the right way and we want to be perfect but we're not going to be and that's okay Mm. um you know so give yourself some grace too um you know and you know hopefully you have a um, an administrative, uh, team, you know, and I'm fortunate to have that year that, you know, has given me a lot of grace. Um, you know, and I'm sure I'll get less in year two, (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) you know, but you know, you personally too, you need, you need to give yourself that own grace too. Um, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, you know, uh, and then, um, you know, take, it's hard to do, but you got to take time for yourself too, whether it's Wednesday night, church night, you know, I hated church night in high school, um, and growing up because I had to go to a youth group, but, um, Wednesday night is my favorite night of the week now because we can't have activities. Uh, So I, I, I try to tell myself to, you know, there's always stuff to do, um, but you got to get away when you can. Um, 
you know, and I, I don't have, I'm not married. I, I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have kids. So, um, you know, I could stay at the office all day and, um, but you know, I got, I still got to go away and I got to go home and, um, you know, kind of rejuvenate, um, you know, and take the time while you can to do that. Um, finding the times a year where you can maybe take a long weekend, um, in between seasons or, uh, and just get away. Um, that personal time I think is really important. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, Hey, yeah, you're, uh, you're wise beyond your years. And <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I, you've thrown some good things at us here and I think it's a good reminder for all of us. And, uh, it's just a reminder to keep doing them, uh, to keep, keep taking that time. Uh, and, uh, no, it's good stuff. And, uh, You've done a great, you've had a great year and I think year two will just be a little bit better and you'll just continue to, to grow the programs up there. I know. So thank you. And with something, you know, we always talk about as leaders, um, especially in this business, um, we talk about how busy we get and how busy we are and, you know, the different things we do, but then it always comes back to the why and Mm -hmm. what is your why? Taylor, what, what gets you going and why do you do what you do? Why do you come back to Spencer? Uh, you know, that's a, a great question. And, you know, I think, I don't, I think it's, you know, it stayed pretty consistent for me. Um, even from when I figured out kind of my why in college, you know, I, I dealt with some pretty significant injuries and, you know, but it wasn't ever a question of, um, quitting, uh, you know, I talked about, you know, you got to use your gifts because we have them, um, you know, and I wanted to, you know, keep running because I had the opportunity, uh, you know, and um, having the opportunity to come back home um, has been a huge blessing, uh, you know, and even before time at, at USD, just giving back, uh, giving back to the kids at, and students at USD, um kind of, you know, the, the experience I had as a student athlete, whether it be at, at Spencer or morning psychology or at university of South Dakota has shaped me to who I am, um, and kind of built me into, uh, the values I have. And, um, those experiences have been so valuable. Uh, so, um, the students here and, you know, the experience that they can have and the impact it can have on them and their life, um, is really kind of what, you know, I struggled to get out of bed this morning. Um, but that, that's what got me out of bed, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So I, I would say that, that, that is mine. Great. Great. Well, what, what's yours? Well, you know, very similar. Um, you know, I, I do believe that, uh, we're, we're given gifts and we need to use those gifts to try and bless others. And, you know, for me, it, it's been, through coaching, through teaching, and now through, you know, uh, administrative leadership. And I think, you know, you kind of go through this, the different phases of leadership. And now I think in my phase, as I, you know, kind of look at the last five or six years of my career here, it's, I, I want to reproduce leaders. And my why is, is to reproduce, um, and to make leaders out of our coaches and directors and then into our kids. Um, so that's it. I just want to grow more leaders. And I think 
our world needs leadership, leadership of integrity, uh, leadership of strong morals and uh, doing the right thing, saying the right thing um, at the right time. And uh, I don't have all the answers and I'm not perfect at it, um, but I want to try and create as many people like that as I can. Mm-hmm. And let them continue it on after I quit doing this in the next few years. So that's yeah. my why. That's what gets me out. That's awesome. Well, uh, for you know, I've been, Green County as to do yeah. that. So that's awesome. Well, I've appreciated your uh you know, I remember still getting your an email from you back in July last year of, you know, welcoming me and um, you know, even you know, you told me that you had a place up at Okaboji and uh, to let me come bug you sometime. And, <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, you know, I've enjoyed getting to know you this, this year and the support you've given me. Um, so I look, um, I've, yeah, really appreciate that and look forward to, you know, continuing to get to learn from you. No doubt. No doubt. Well, thanks Taylor. Uh, appreciate you taking some time after another long day and, uh, wish uh, Spencer the best of luck next uh, round. Are you regional final now, right? Yep, yep, regional final next uh, next Monday. So, yeah, good luck to you with uh, state soccer this weekend, right? Yeah, next weekend. State soccer this weekend, and hope to see Spencer Tigers down there next week for the girls as well. So, yeah, hope so. thanks for joining us, and uh, um, have a good rest of the week. It's a short week. That's the good thing. That's a good thing. School's out on Friday. That's right. So, he's <laughs> been the guest one-on-one here tonight, and uh, thanks, Taylor. Um, yeah, again, thank you. I hope everybody you're... else uh, for listening, taking the time. I hope uh, you've learned something. Taylor's only been out a year, but he's got some good wisdom for all of us, and uh, appreciate that. So, everyone, have a good rest of the week. Uh, good luck with your games. Hope the weather uh, cooperates with you. And uh, everybody, have a great rest of the week. And please be blessed. <laughs>